Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 30, Blind as a Bat and The Demon's Quest. Hello, chums. It's week I, I, 30. Does, 30. It, wow. does it matter anymore? We're real deep in it now. Oh, it never it never matters. I just never know what to say right after chums. I got chums covered. Mm-hmm. And I got the rest of the hour pretty much mapped out Probably in my head. Probably fine, but the chums part right but, after. Right. Yeah, it's it's the it's the 10 to 20 second mark of every show for the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. I never know. Like that's why I have a canned opening, so I know how to start. But then, then I then I flail every time, this, every single time. I will guarantee this is the last thing we figure out how to do. Like the very last episode of whatever podcast we fucking make together, you're mm-hmm. filing and go, "Hey everybody, welcome to whatever," and then say something amazing, and then we'll both die. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what we need to do is put the focus on you. Like I'll say chums, and then you have to say something, oh, and then the pressure's off me. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> See? Don't give me any pressure. I'll just shit myself on camera. I mean, I'm about to say, hey, read a summary, and you're going to read a summary. I, I mean, that'll be fine. But this part right here, horrifying. Yes. what We have managed to play in front of live audiences over the years, mm-hmm. and it's almost always gone very, very well. Mm-hmm. Like, we've we've got very supportive listeners. When we've played in front of strangers, they've been very gracious. Mm-hmm. Like, we've, we've done very well. Except one time, we did not prepare. Mm-hmm. We got up in front of... At that point, the biggest audience we'd ever been in front of. At the, yeah. the, ne- the very next day, we got in a much bigger, in front of a much bigger audience. Yep. But to that point, it was like fifty people or something, mostly our friends, and we were just gonna wing it because hey, we've got great chemistry, and these are our friends. Oh and yeah. Plus, we're at a convention all day. There's stuff to talk about. We're hilarious. And we choked. That was bad. We did not know what to say. No. Nope. And that has been like. It, it was rough in the moment, but mm-hmm. I got over it pretty quick because it's been a cautionary tale ever since. Yeah. It's like, it's like always, always prep. Always. Yeah. Never again. Like, that's the that's the Batman thing. That's mm. the prep time thing. It's like, always have a backup plan and a backup plan for the backup plan. And even if you don't use it, you got it. <laughs> so, like, every show now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot that's of notes. Why, uh, that's why Batman's podcasts are always so good. Are they? Mm-hmm. I feel like they've been really short. <laughs> All right, this week, Robin and I are watching episode 348 of uh, Bonanza. I really like this show, Batman. Shut up, Robin. All right, this show's over. <laughs> I'm going to do a show with Alfred now. We're going to review so, episodes of Gunsmoke. <laughs> so before we get into this episode, like I'm, I'm just going to bring up, before you even summarize it, mm-hmm. there's a moment in this episode, while I'm thinking about it, where... Uh, and and I won't spoil it because you you're gonna tell us in a moment. But where someone has like someone is expecting a big payoff, like a big ransom payoff, mm. and they open the suitcase and there's a note in there that says "Gotcha." Uh huh. And apparently Batman wrote that mm-hmm. note. What? Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I just want to make sure I don't forget that <laughs> because as we talk about this episode, we may go off on various tangents, and that still. Like, I saw it an hour ago, and it's still just like, what? Here's the thing. Like, if Batman's going to do it, it's going to just be a little bat. It's going to be like a little piece of paper no, with a bat on it. It's not going to be anything, because why would you tip your hand like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, 
Let's get into it because Maybe. that that is one complaint among many about wanna, blind as a bat. I want to want those phone books back, by the way. Phone? Oh, right. Instead, like because that's that's what was in the, the that was was in the bo- the 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 briefcase. Oh, instead of the money. phone books and the word and uh, a note that says "gotcha." And Batman wrote that note, by the way, because then we cut to him and he goes, "Gotcha." <laughs> like really, I'm it wasn't real. like. Mayor Hill or, or Commissioner Gordon put mm. that there. That was Batman. Hey, I got a great idea. Write down gotcha and put it in the briefcase. We're not doing that, Harvey. Ah, fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. You're taking <laughs> my you're taking my phone books. Oh, Harvey, you got to go find the phone books to put in the briefcase so we can trick the penguin. Fuck you. I'm putting gotcha on the note and I'm putting it in here. <laughs> that is probably how every conversation with Harvey Bullock goes. Like, we cut away. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, like, a lot of griping and, like, making Batman do shit he doesn't want to do mm-hmm. just out of spite. And, yeah, shut up, Batman. Nobody cares what you think. A lot of people care what I think. The commissioner definitely yeah. cares what I think. Most importantly, your boss cares what I think. Hey, uh, I got an idea. Fuck off. <laughs> all right. All right now, Harvey. You need to stop that. Is that <laughs> Commissioner Gordon? Is that what he sounds like? Uh, That's about right. I, I just turned on the bat signal. Yeah, that, that's gotta about make right. um, Perhaps you've met my daughter, Barbara, and my nice. wife, Barbara. <laughs> you sound a bit like, um, missed it by that much. <laughs> Join me, Batman, in the cone of silence. <laughs> Let's put Robin in there and never let him out. <laughs> also, before you start, I have to mention, mm-hmm. blind as a, uh, no, blind as what is it? Blind blank or blind as blank mm-hmm. is in every crossword. Yeah, blind as blank is mm-hmm. in every crossword that I've ever done because the answer is a bat. And mm-hmm. you, so you get the two A's in there. Like you got a lot of vowels. Oh, yeah. And like it's it's just every single crossword I've ever done is blind as blank. And that's what this makes me think of every fucking time. Lousy Riddler. That and and every single crossword I've ever done has high lie as a... Uh, as a thing, mm. because again, lots of A's in that. But uh, we'll get to that in Batman Beyond. There's a lot of high lie in there. <laughs> anyway, Matt, why don't you tell us what happens in Blind as Blank? Oh, sure, the summary. Mm-hmm. All Which right, you have. Uh huh. All right, so Bruce Wayne proudly display. Bruce Wayne proudly displays the prototype for the Raven, a new Wayne Tech stealth helicopter capable of silently making its way into enemy territory and then blowing up large chunks of that territory. Hey, uh, Batman. This is the kind of shit that Tony Stark stopped doing when he became a superhero. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter because the Raven is stolen by the Penguin because he heard a gun with a bird name was available and he had to have it. Bruce attempts to save a woman from a big from the big flying gun that he funded and then a car blows up in his face. Bruce crawls into his own car and demands that Alfred drive him home. But why, sir? Shouldn't you go to a hospital or something because your face blew up? No, Alfred. Nobody can know that. I'm blind. So Leslie Tompkins swings by to take a look at Bruce's exploded but still extremely handsome face and tells him that, yeah, bad news, you've been blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night. Unfortunately, the penguin still needs to be caught. But sir, Alfred says yet again, couldn't Robin or Batgirl help you? I mean, it's just the penguin. You know, my second most frightening foe, Alfred? No. Batgirl isn't ready for that kind of challenge, and Robin is trapped in an empty swimming pool again, so I'll have to do this myself. <laughs> Batman develops a master plan to hook to hook the experimental radar system from the Raven into his own brain so that he can see again. 
This plan works perfectly as long as the radar system doesn't run out of batteries or get unplugged somehow. And listen, I use headphones all day at work, and they get unplugged constantly. And I'm not even doing dangerous work like fighting the penguin. I mostly just stick my hands into heavy machinery. Then he has Mayor Hill set up a ransom drop for the penguin and flies his plane at him, which sounds like a terrible idea, but what do I know? I'm not Batman. I just know more about Batman than Batman does. <laughs> then the Batwing and the Raven fight, and then they both crash, and Batman's robot eyes get disconnected. So Batman hides in an abandoned lava factory until the penguin comes looking for him. Then they fight for a while, and then Batman defeats the Penguin by throwing barrels at him like so much Donkey Kong. Later, Batman's sight is restored thanks to a little-known secondary inner eyelid that all members of Batman's species have. <laughs> Batman, I believe you're becoming more human every day. Oh, very good. Also, uh, I, I noticed you didn't pick this as your quote, mm. but w what you just reenacted there, you, you going, uh, nobody can know that. I'm blind. It's that would have been my quote because it was the act break and it was real bad. Oh yeah, they were like uh, really, uh, really play up the tension on that one, Kevin. Like I've watched a lot of soap operas mm -hmm. and that that was bad for a soap opera. Yeah, it's it's this episode sucks. <laughs> it's not very. Good. This episode there's, sucks so badly. There's some good animation in it. There's some good like uh interesting visual stuff mm -hmm. but that's about it yeah no the script is dog shit yeah from a very sick dog and and you recognize the writer as uh, uh, a writer of 70s batman comics yeah is this adapted uh, from one of his uh i didn't see anything that it's been adapted from one of his i just assume it was because uh the other two episodes i've seen by len wine were both adapted from uh mm -hmm. his stuff i believe he did the werewolf one and like one other one yeah but like this was bad. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I mean, you know, you know my thoughts on the penguin by this point. I, I think. mean, sure. I Mal saw that I was uh, I was going to do the episodes today, and she's like, "Only let let me know if the penguin shows up." And sure enough, mm -hmm. three minutes later, mm -hmm. I have to. What she think? I have to do something to defeat Batman. Whack, whack, whack. He doesn't say whack, whack, whack. Well, he should definitely start. See. That's the thing. I asked old Zap what she liked about the Penguin, and she's not very familiar with this version mm -hmm. of the Penguin. What she likes is Burgess Meredith. We yep. all love Burgess Meredith. Mm -hmm. That's a good Penguin. This Penguin, apart from being Paul Williams, sucks. And excellent use of aviator goggles. Yeah, I guess so. That's my good thing for this week, because again, this episode sucked a lot. I, yeah, but you like that costume on anybody. I do like that costume on anybody. Like, if Alfred had been flying the Batwing for Blind Bruce, mm -hmm. wearing aviator goggles, you would have loved that. Alfred has flown the Batwing, and I wish he had worn aviator goggles. It would have been amazing. They would have to be period-specific mm -hmm. to, like, however old this Alfred is. I, I, don't, I can't do the math right now, but probably World War II, I would guess. Mm -hmm. Also, I think whenever Alfred... Like, I, I, look, I like his chauffeur costume just fine, but what yeah. I'd really like is for him to dress as, like, a 1910s automobile enthusiast. Oh, yeah, like Mr. Burns, you mean. Exactly. So driving goggles, driving gloves, mm -hmm. a big scarf. I'm a motorist. <laughs> Let me come pick you up, sir. Yep. Ooga, ooga. Hang on, I have to I, hang on, I have to turn the big crank on the front of the car. <laughs> this is a very vivid picture you're painting. Yes. Also more interesting than the episode. Much more interesting than the episode, because again, this is okay. a bad episode. Let's talk about, though, I noticed this in your notes and you mm. mentioned this in your summary, the whole idea of Bruce funding weapons. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Okay, I have some thoughts about this. Yes. First of all, I think 
he needs to do that so that he can have the technology to be Batman. Oh, yeah. Like, someone's got to research this stuff, and he can't pay people to do it in a vacuum. They have to be thinking it's for something else. Mm -hmm. Second, there is a definite point where he has a Tony Stark moment where he says, I don't do this anymore. Yeah. So, that's coming. I just... The the thing is, is that... They're like they're watching the the this big this big new like helicopter thing, and you get to watch it test its machine guns. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, gross. No. Yeah. The thing is, I'm, and this probably was because I was young and stupid, mm-hmm. but there was this feeling in in the '90s and there, like during the Clinton administration, where it wasn't quite that we were done with war, but maybe we kind of were in a big sense. Like the Cold War was over. There mm-hmm. were. There were little police actions here and there that we probably shouldn't have been involved with. Sure. And there were, you know, hot spots that we were working with everyone else to help clean up. Mm-hmm. But, like, we weren't we weren't invading places for the most part. Like, we weren't, you know, there wasn't... Mo- and again, I know some of this stuff actually did happen, but yeah. that was the perception, at least by me. Yeah, no, even, like, even I back then was just, like, in, like, sort of around the Clinton era, was like, well, we did it. Yeah, like, the... Next the, stop, the Star Trek... <laughs> The feeling was, okay, the Cold War's over, Mm -hmm. apart from, you know, little flare-ups here and there that we have to work with our friends to put down. Mm -hmm. That's it. We're done. But yeah, 10 years from now or so, you know, world peace. Yeah. Good work, everyone. We did it. Mission accomplished. Didn't work out that way at all. Not quite. But but my point is, watching this kind of thing, you Mm -hmm. don't immediately think, oh, the military's going to use that for evil. No. At that point, it was like, no, we're going to use that to defend, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I, I know that's that's a that's a cop out answer, but there you go. It just and but, like I get it from the character. Like it honestly, it makes sense. And like this is the kind of thing. Like they did this in uh, the Dark Knight uh, trilogy. You know, all mm-hmm. of his stuff is like, well, we built this stuff first, Mister Wayne, and now you get to have it for be- being Batman. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, it still bugs me, you know, and it always can't, will. He can't pay people to develop Batman technology and not use it anywhere mm-hmm. but as Batman, or they'll immediately figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Also, I think this is this ends up being like a retcon, I think, but it feels like good world building because there's absolutely pieces of Batman Beyond in this. Mm. Like, the well, the Batwing flies itself, first of all. Sure. But I think it's done that before. But, like, the night vision thing looks very similar to Terry's suit has a thing like that as well. Yeah, I can see that. I like I like that evolution stuff, just like, you know, yeah. we're doing the future of this, so let's look at sort of the technology we've developed in the old show and sort of yeah, where did, where did we there. where did we specifically say this is the next level technology? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's tease those things out. Yeah. But there will be, like, a huge plot point in the uh, Superman crossover, the first mm. big Superman crossover, one of my all-time like oh, top yeah. moments in this in this franchise, uh, where he works with Lex and finds out Lex is using his research for military stuff and is dead set against it. So mm-hmm. like, he 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 reaches that point. I don't yeah. think he's there yet. I think they evolve the character to that point. Well, so. good. I will look forward to that. But right now, I'm just like, come on, man. Yeah, I know. Don't let Tony uh, Stark be better than you. I mean. <sighs> Well, he is, though. He also knows, like, he can treat his friends better. Yeah. He won't drive everyone away. He'll be a jerk. He did have a whole fucking civil war against one of his friends. So, I mean, he's not perfect. Yeah, but that was because his friend wanted to defend a greasy-haired criminal, and I never understood that anyway. (laughs) Fuck Bucky. (laughs) What, you don't like Bucky? I do not like Bucky. Bucky. 
I don't. Okay, I like Bucky. I don't see. I I did. I never really sympathized with Cap on that one at all. See, that always made getting off on a tangent here. That always made perfect sense to me because Bucky. This is. Oh just, no, they're friends. Yeah, I get the I get the relationship, but he's a gross, greasy haired criminal. Well, he's also the last thing. The last time Cap had to his old life. I know, you know. I know. This is just but, after uh, Peggy Carter died too. I'm. I know. I know. But I, I still just like. Really? You're laying your entire rep on the line for this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy. My, my greasy best friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Robin of your universe. Hey, Cap! <laughs> you want to see my robot arm? Want to see me murder a bunch of people? Just with murder. Mm-hmm. I killed Tony Stark's parents. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. <laughs> well, I guess I'm on your side. I mean... Of the two choices, this one makes the most sense. Uh, I guess so. All right. So anyway, your bad thing about this episode wasn't even um, uh, uh, Bruce building weapons, though. No. It was something uh, else entirely. Because this was even more infuriating. Uh, this is a prime example of Batman looking like a big, stupid idiot. <laughs> uh, heading out to fight crime in his big airplane with his stupid virtual boy hat on so that only lets him see with its one flimsy power pack and its extremely easy, easily snaggable cord and no backup whatsoever. Good work, Batman. You're dumb. Okay, I take issue with this. Okay. I think, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're completely right, but I think this is a very different issue than when they write him stupid when he's too stupid to solve a crime Mm -hmm. is very different than when he's too proud and stubborn to give up. I just like, come on. They're very different things. It's, it's still very dumb. You're not wrong. But Mm -hmm. again, this is to me, at least in character. Yeah. Whereas when he can't do basic detective work, that's stupid to me. Yeah. That's... This is like, this is his sort of fatal flaw. He keeps going despite the fact that he really needs to stop for a minute. I'm going to fly my plane over there. Really? Your plane, sir. You're going to fly it. And how are you going to do that with no eyes? Well, it flies itself. Mm-hmm. It'll be I mean, fine. It literally Don't worry does. About it. And like, it look, literally does. I'm not in any way denigrating blind people, you know. Like, no, of course not. But blind people, if they're going to be Batman, probably yeah. should train on some really specific things, Batman things, before you just go out there. Yeah, like, no, my point is Batman's eyes exploded today. Yeah. Here's, here's my problem with this whole premise. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually think, again, I think it's very in character for him. I think what they're trying to do, and maybe they didn't quite succeed, but what they're trying to do is a story about Bruce making really bad choices because he's so driven. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that that's, that's a fatal flaw of his that almost gets him killed a few times. But what I don't understand is, okay, so the central conceit of Batman mm-hmm. is that he operates at night. That's the whole point of him. That's why he dresses in dark colors. Mm-hmm. That's why he took on, like, the, the, the whole bat thing. It's, like, to, to draw on that creepy urban myth, you know, all of that. Like... The shadows, the, the, he is the knight, he mm-hmm. said at one point. He definitely should have trained how to do his Batman shit without being able to see. Like, yeah. he works in the dark a lot. Mm-hmm. He's, like, waving his arms wildly in front of him like fucking Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. The part later in the episode where, like, where the, his, his, uh, his eyes break and yeah. the Penguin's basically chasing him through a building and he's tripping over barrels 
Yeah, but seriously, he's, I'm not exaggerating, waving his arms in front oh, of him. Yeah. So th- what For one thing, he definitely should have, like, have developed the skills to not do that. Like, like your average blind person doesn't do that because they understand how to work around, like, the loss of that sense. Mm-hmm. But... I- in addition to that, mm-hmm. why is he telegraphing to his to his enemies that he's blind? Like he's he flirt- he's obviously showing it. Yeah, like he 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 waves his arms around so much that the penguin's like, "Well, that guy's blind, clearly." Yeah. Like there's, but there's two issues there. One, he should know how to operate in the dark a little bit. Mm-hmm. But two, he should be faking it enough so that the henchman and the and the fucking penguin, the penguin for fuck's sake, the worst character, the the worst villain. Here, here's the thing. I was just about to make a point referring to a uh, like a comic or something I'd read where where mm-hmm. Batman like has to has to like close his eyes to do something, and then I yeah. realized that's not a comic. That's an old episode of this show. Yeah, where he was no, just he, like, I had to close my eyes and do some Batman shit, but it's okay because I can like fight in the yeah. dark. As yeah, opposed, like that's whoa his whole thing. He doesn't carry a flashlight with him when he's out there. He sticks to the shadows. He knows how to work in the dark, man. Mm-hmm. And okay, maybe being in whatever the hell factory that was, maybe the noise was so much that he couldn't like find his way around. If I that's the case, you need to tell us that, you know? Yeah. Like Also, there's an interesting idea in first of all, again, I think they could have done a better job of him being so proud that he pushed himself too far. Mm-hmm. But they did they didn't really hit that enough. That's kind of what I got out of it because that's what I wanted to get out of it, but it it, it could have been more clear. But I also think there's a germ of an interesting idea in the idea of the penguin stealing a silent aircraft mm-hmm. and Batman compensating for his blindness by using his hearing, except he also can't hear the aircraft because it's yeah. silent. Like that could have been really interesting. Yeah. No, there's there's good bones to this episode, but like it feels like every choice they made was the easiest choice. Yeah. I mean, again, there were some good visual flares, mm-hmm. I thought. Like they had it felt like they had the A animation team. There were some moments where like the the lighting and the shadows and stuff oh, got yeah. really interesting. Like him not being able to see led to some interesting visual mm-hmm. stuff, but uh, the story was terrible. Yeah. A-level A level visuals are level script. Are You're being generous. That's <laughs> like halfway through the alphabet. No, it's like two-thirds of the way through the alphabet. This is still, it's like, I'm pretty sure this is the worst episode I've seen so far. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that, but it's it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, My bad thing. Uh-huh. Once again, alleged criminal mastermind, the penguin. And, okay, I bitch about the penguin a lot. One, because I think it's funny. You sure do. I mean, look, I've been doing review shows for a lot of years, and one thing I've noticed is if you if you don't like something, latch on to mm-hmm. it. You do the same thing. Oh, I absolutely do. It's fun. This, episode, this show needs a trip for me to latch on to. I mean, we're going to get some very colorful idiot characters. <laughs> but maybe not until Justice League. Mm. Um... There's some uh when we get to what's his name? The the goofy ass Popeye guy in Superman. Oh god, I know who you're talking about. I can't Bippo, remember. His, Beppo, uh, Bip, something. Bippo, like. yeah. Yeah, he's fun. Ah, I gotta do my best friend Superman. Yeah, exactly. No, he looks like Popeye, but he doesn't sound like Popeye. No, there is a guy who is Popeye who from the comics who just Right, right, that's in. what I'm saying. But I but yeah. I think the show had to be careful about that. They mm-hmm. could draw him to look a little like Popeye, but they couldn't I think if they did the voice they'd have to pay Paramount. So. Sure. Um where was I going with we this? We hired Dave Coulier for him. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why Alanis Morissette never came on the show. Yeah. She too bad, too. Guy. She would have been perfect. 
Yeah. Um, I, but anyway, I don't, the thing is, I keep waiting to be convinced that the penguin is good. Like, mm-hmm. I really do. I want, I want to like this character. I want, I know there's potential there and I want to see an interesting story with him. And they never do it. In fact, I was bitching about this on Twitter just now, just, just as I was watching the episode. And one of our listeners spoke up and said he thought this was his last appearance during the regular series. Oh, God. And I, I think this guy knows the show pretty well. He might be right. He, he maybe not. I don't know. But like I've talked to this guy before. He's not like he probably knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So this might be it. And he he sucks. Yeah. The penguin. He, he does suck. But OK. But getting back to my bad thing. Yes. He's an alleged criminal mastermind. Yes. And he shows what a small thinker he is by stealing an experimental military aircraft mm-hmm. and Immediately using it to terrorize some teenagers in a convertible. Yeah. That's his thought, was like, I have the most elegant and and undetectable weapon ever developed. After those teens! Blow up that bridge. Yes, good. But only only to menace the teens. Mm -hmm. Like, not to blow up the bridge to to fuck with Gotham itself, (laughs) but to harm those teens. Behold, Falcone, I believe those teenagers are smoking and up to no good. Destroy the bridge they're driving on. Post haste. Uh, I mean, you're the boss, and I'll do that, but, uh, you know, you're smoking, too. I, th- I suspect they're listening to rap music. Okay. You all but, know uh, what, I, what I believe rap music should be called. It rhymes uh, with crap music. Oh. oh, he's one of those guys. You're one of those guys, eh, boss? Yes! Right. One of those guys. I wear a monocle for God's sake. <laughs> I don't know. You could you could pretty easily turn some of this into bling. <clears throat> it's not a it's not a long walk from from what you do and what some of those guys do. You ever thought of getting like a big chain that says penguin and then wearing that? Mm-hmm. I think you'd look amazing, boss. But that that's just me. I here, mean, here, here's what you do: on one set of knuckles, bird; <laughs> on the other side, life. Bird life. What do you think? Go on. A tracksuit, you say. I've got flippers. I don't have knuckles. Oh, right. What if you wrote, like, like a word that has, like, like three letters or something? It's still just a flipper. <laughs> don't tattoo my flippers. Uh, so my good thing, uh, you mentioned briefly, Leslie Tompkins appears in this episode again. Yes, she does. I, I like that she's sort of just lurking around the mm-hmm. margins and shows up from time to time. Like, uh, you know, like Lucius. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's there's a couple other characters. Just like another one of the just another one of the Bat family. I love her. Yeah. And I love, like, how she completely calls Bruce out on his incredibly mm-hmm. stupid plan. Like, you're right to say that what his plan is stupid. And she says it, too. Okay, I wired the thing like you said. You're not going out like Batman as Batman with this, are you? Like you're gonna use this to like walk around Wayne Manor and and help Alfred. What, what? I am no. absolutely going out as Batman in this. Okay, uh, well, well, you're an idiot. You're and an I'm idiot. Leaving. I'm going home. <laughs> yep, I love it. And she, like at one point, she shoots Alfred a look. Mm-hmm. It's like I've done everything I can. Can you please try to stop him? I want. <laughs> I just, I, he's very good. I want you to wire the technology. Into my eyes so that I can see using radar. Literally into my brain. Five, read a... four, three, two, one. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard, Bruce. No, I read about it in this comic about this guy called Daredevil. See, 
He's blind, but his superpower is that he can see. <laughs> I don't think I've worked that dumb joke into this show. So I love that. There we go. I, I love that dumb joke. Yeah, me too. We've been making that one for years. I also love Daredevil, so. Yeah, I mean, I have liked some versions of Daredevil. There's also versions that I can't stand. But, I mean, fair enough. You know, I, there's like that with most long-running comics characters. Mm. And I could go the rest of my life without seeing him fight ninjas in a poorly lit hallway. I mean, that's all he does. Uh, that's Daredevil's job. That's like telling Batman not to crouch on a gargoyle. <laughs> But it's got to be a well-lit gargoyle because he doesn't know how to fight in the dark. Oh, my God. It's too dark. I can't see. What was that noise? That sounded like Batman falling off of a gargoyle. I'm just picturing him do that, doing that thing from uh, uh, that Toph did in Avatar, just like waving his hands in front <laughs> of his eyes. I'm blind. <laughs> yep. Oh, that made me laugh every time. I saw it. it. Really? Leads me into that false sense of security where I just wouldn't expect the joke, and then she'd say that, and mm -hmm. like, oh shit, every time. I, I saw it's a very good show. Yes, it is. I saw it. Really? No, you idiot. I'm blind. That's what it's going to sound like when you find it. <laughs> oh, okay. So at one point, mm -hmm. the penguin like he steals the thing and ransoms it, which is real dumb. Uh huh. Like he could, you could paint a fucking bird on that thing and just go to town. You could auction it off to the scary guys like mm -hmm. the Joker, or I don't know who else there is at this point who would want a who would want a scary chopper. There must be other. Like, I don't know. Fucking Two Face guys. could like paint half of it, like let half of it go to shit and then fly it around or something. Uh, it's a cloak it's a, half of it. It's a cloaked fucking helicopter with guns. Like there's no end to the people who could use that fucking. I mean, thing. even 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 just like um uh uh Rupert Thorne. Mm -hmm could use that thing <laughs> fucking sell it to killer croc he flies it right into a building but at least you <laughs> sold it to somebody i flew it into a rock <laughs> you're yeah, going down about... now batman crash think about how many of those fucking police blimps he could shoot down with that <laughs> right but no it's almost like it's a bad it. idea to have police blimps but uh i guess well, not. I mean, look 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 we're not gonna get into that again <laughs> But my point is, so they he 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 sends his ransom thing, mm. and uh, so there's the gotcha note. But then there's also Mayor Hill, mm -hmm. Mayor Hamilton Hill, the worst politician in this entire animated universe, I think. Yep. And keep in mind, Lex Luthor ran for president. Oh yeah, president. <laughs> you know how much power I'd have to give up to become president? <laughs> oh, I'm so looking forward to all that. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Just that that whole Dwayne McDuffie. Mm -hmm. Just ah, oh, like don't anyway. get me wrong. I love this shit, but I also oh, love no, this that is great. shit. I'm just it's hard. It's like when we were covering Star Trek, and it's hard not to just keep th talking about Deep Space Nine. Yep, and not keep my head where it is because I know it's about to get so much better. Yep. But anyway, there's a point where Mayor Hill on TV to Gotham and everyone, but you know, to the Penguin says, uh, "Okay, we've agreed to your demands, and you're going to get everything that's coming to you." Mm -hmm. That's some Bugs Bunny level fucking telegraphing, man. You want me to give it to him, folks? Penguin's just watching. It's like, you see that gentleman? He said, I'm going to get everything that's coming to me. You sure that's a good idea, boss? It sounds kind of weirdly threatening. Like, Yeah, he know. didn't say, we're going to give you the $100 million you asked for. He said it in a way that could be interpreted as a threat. No, no, no. Mayor Hamilton Hill is a man of his word. I'm sure he'll just happily hand over the $100 million to me. 
in exchange for this wonderful, death-defying fucking helicopter thing I've stolen from him. It's all going... You guys worry too much. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, at one point, the, the penguin, like, after Batman shows up, says, uh, this means war. So maybe they're just going for a whole Bugs Bunny thing. I, I mean, that would be fine, too, honestly. I'd love to see Batman hand the penguin some fucking dynamite or something. Dress up as a as a sexy lady penguin yeah, and try exactly. to seduce him. <laughs> look, you Yoo-hoo. idiots! He's, look, you idiots! He's driven that the Batmobile clearly into that that hole that I just painted there. Now follow him. You sure that's a good idea, boss? You just saw him drive in there. Crash. <laughs> you know what would really work on the penguin, though? <laughs> Birdseed. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, I was really hoping you wouldn't see that one. Meep, meep. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? We have a good one to talk about, so we should get we should wrap this one up. Acme Batman costume. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, that's everything else? I got. All right. You got a quote? Yeah. Here's my quote. Uh, what is it? This appeal. This appeals to my love of lasers on this show. What is your deal with lasers, man? I don't know, but here it is. The laser cannon! Choose the lasers! Huh? Okay. <laughs> the penguin's shooting something with a laser gun. <laughs> Alright. Well now now at least we have a good one to talk about. We can we can put blind as a bat behind mm-hmm. us. Thank God. And talk about and talk about the demon's quest. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Alright. Ooh, we're going with the controversial original title and not Quest for Demons, which is what Sierra had to rebrand it when they got threatened with a lawsuit. Okay, like one other person is going to get that. Okay, so we open with everyone's favorite youthful sidekick, the always radical, rude dude, good old spiky-haired Robin. Maybe this will be the episode where he final. Nope. <laughs> it, it takes him literally less than two minutes, I clocked it, to be drugged and kidnapped. I think Boy Wonder is short for, boy, I wonder why Robin sucks so much. (laughs) Dick's sudden but inevitable disappearance has someone at Wayne Manor very worried. Bruce also appears appears mildly concerned. But his concern elevates to alarm when some distinguished older gentleman and his bodyguard just waltzes right the fuck into the fucking Batcave, rolling his R's and just all around being a classy motherfucker. Seriously, from his bespoke green suit and matching cape, to his white temples, to his facial hair, which I recently heard TV's Hank Hill describe as one of those mustache beards. <laughs> this dude is something to behold. I am Rachel Ghoul, he says, and a bunch of people, including my esteemed co-host, violently shake their heads and say, um, actually, it's pronounced Raz. Yeah, okay, but he says Raish, so I say Raish. Raish is apparently well known for being a m- mysterious business demon? I'm not entirely clear what his deal is in terms of his reputation. I'll say this about him, though. He's the kind of guy who names his henchman Ubu, but never even once says, sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Which is just like, come on, man. Anyway, Raish is the father of Talia, that woman with the weird Veronica Lake condition that obscures one of her eyes with hair. Apparently she's been kidnapped along with Robin, so standard, let's put our differences aside for a common goal rules apply, except These guys don't have any differences yet. They will, though. In fact, I'm going to just tell you now, this is all an elaborate trick trap orchestrated by Roz because, excuse me, Raish, you got me saying it the other way, (laughs) because he wants to find Talia a husband. But first, we have to jet across the globe to title cards like Calcutta and Malaysia and drink tea poured from stupid jeweled teapots into stupid jeweled cups. 
Except they're probably called chalices or some shit. Also, some of those bendy knives appear. I don't know shit about knives, but bendy ones seem like they wouldn't work very well, but what the hell do I know? Anyway, Horatius Chopper goes down in the mountains, and oh look, it turns out it was all a trick trap. Here's Robin, and also Talia, and one of Raish's many lairs. Then Raish drops dead, which is handy for Batman, except then Talia throws him in something called the Lazarus Pit, named for that homeless guy they found in the parking lot in that one Star Trek episode, which brings him back to life! To be continued, apparently. Yes, to be continued, apparently, detective. Apparently. Apparently. In fact... Mm. I, he, this dude loves rolling his R's, yes. and I love, I love hearing him do it. I'm just going to play my quote now, because yeah. it's just one of the many times that he... It's literally just the word detective. Mm-hmm. Detective. Because I love hearing him say that. It's so... He's, this is my good thing. David Warner is such good casting for Roz. He's got that, that, that gravitas that Roz yes. needs to have as, like, the sort of the big international supervillain. I well, fucking love this character. And and we sang his praises a lot during his mm. three line cameo in the Talia episode. You're so going to be like... very excited when I eventually show up. So you're 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 definitely right to do that, mm. but I feel like we shouldn't spend a whole lot of time on that sure. just because we already did. Also, there's a lot to talk about. In this oh one. yeah. Um, but yes, he is he is outstanding, and I mean he was great in that three line cameo. But this is you know the full appearance, and he really lives up to this. Uh, like okay. I was really trying to figure this out when I wrote my summary, obviously. Mm-hmm. What is he supposed to be? Like, I, I get I get him almost immediately, but, like, what does Bruce think he is before he starts dealing with him? I have no idea is the okay. thing. Because he can't, Bruce can't think that he's, like, a big crime lord or whatever, or else he'd never team up with him. Right. But, like, Roz's whole deal is that he's, like, a, he's, like, a, um, he's an eco-terrorist. Well, there's there's definitely versions of him that are. I know there are some that aren't, but this one is because yeah. when they're in the rainforest, he's talking about that, and I just got to thinking, wait, why did this guy never team up with Poison Ivy? Yeah, just... right. No, just look at it, Detective. The vast acres of rainforest burned down every day for man's hubris. Yeah, that sucks. I get. Are we really getting into this right now? <laughs> and you, Bruce Wayne. Uh, you want to you... not maybe accentuate the R's so much on that name? I'm trying to keep it something of a secret even though apparently everyone knows now well i like that talia figured it out mm-hmm. but he also figured it out another way yeah he like cross check he like he needed two sources he needed a second opinion yeah yeah what he I, said was i have to cross have- reference my sources there it yeah it's very good uh but um, he talks about, like, you know, to have all the resources Batman has, like, mm. you, the, I, I, I looked at rich Americans spending money in these areas, mm-hmm. and it all pointed to Bruce Wayne, which corroborated, corroborated with uh, with Talia's description of you. And, like, that's that's good. You didn't just, like, well, it's probably Bruce Wayne, so it is Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he, he confirmed that with two sources. I did research to find out, to identify which exact... White, black-haired guy with a big... With broad shoulders. Broad shoulders and a big jaw could possibly be Batman. And I reached the only conclusion possible. You're Clark Kent. (laughs) Well, it could have been Lex Luthor. That guy doesn't have any hair at all. (laughs) I was wearing a wig. (laughs) That's the wig sphere. (laughs) You going to buy some wigs or ain't you? (laughs) I just want to hear Clancy Brown like as every incidental character on The Simpsons now. Mr. Hey, Wembley, it's happening again. Get off the <laughs> dang roof. 
Or or David Werner. Hey, Ma, get off the dang roof. Get off the dang roof. <laughs> do you, fi- do you find Most something folk. comical about my appearance when I'm driving my driving automobile, my automobile detective? Yes, very, very good. Everybody so, needs an automobile. Even, even the very, very old. <laughs> he is very old. Apparently, he knew Napoleon. Uh-huh. Just drop that like me at a fucking comic convention. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, I got this advice from uh, Napoleon. You might have heard of him. Bonaparte, uh, no Emperor of France, you know. Well, whoop the shit. I took him to the Ziggy Pig one time. <laughs> that was the most excellent adventure. <laughs> um. So something I was thinking of, and I, I didn't have, like, the prep time that I often have. Like, I've, I've got... Some some work stuff going on True. right now. I usually I watch an episode and think about it for a day or two. So this e- is kind of everything a f- is a lot right now. So I yeah, but this has nothing to do with the world situation. This is just like I I have a little more to do than I used to. Mm-hmm. But it's what I'm my point is this is a very fresh thought that I haven't really thought out. Uh-huh. But my immediate reaction after seeing this episode was it feels like the show has sort of like this is a big turning point. Mm. Everything's been, and and follow my logic here because mm. I know it sounds nuts at first. Everything's been relatively grounded at this point. Like, okay, Mister Freeze has a cold suit, like, but it's still based in technology that might could possibly exist. Sure, like it's it's you know cybernetics and like cooling technology that might you know it's it's mm. maybe like ten percent science fiction and mostly science and. Okay, Croc is a lizard man, but he was just born that way. Yeah, There's nothing condition. like Yeah, okay, but what I'm saying is to this point nobody has powers mm-hmm. really that I can think of unless I'm missing something. <sighs> Maybe Ivy? Mm, we're That's not clear. A... Like right now Ivy has her um immunity, but that could just be like a mutation. Yeah. She can't control plants as far as I know. I'm thinking specifically of her giant man-eating Venus flytrap, but like Yeah, but she bred that. Yeah. That's not a power. That's an ability. Mm. It's imp- it's a it's a it's a skill. Mm-hmm. It's definitely uh, no, a skill. No, look, she- Pam, we're all very impressed. Yeah, it's a skill that she has that few, if any, other people have. But it's not. A, what I'm saying is, it's mm. not a power. Like, yeah, we haven't really crossed the threshold into full on science fiction slash fantasy mm-hmm. until this episode. The Lazarus Pit is some next level. It's either magic or science fiction. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which one it is. The point is. We now have a magic pit mm-hmm. that can bring you back to life from being dead. Yep. That's like, and I should hate that, but this is Batman's world and it's always been like that. So mm. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I hated it in Star Trek where we're supposed to be grounded in science. Yeah. There's magic in this world and that's fine. Yeah. But my point is, and again, this is kind of a fresh idea that I didn't have a lot of time to think out, but from from this episode alone mm-hmm. it suddenly feels like batman's world is a lot bigger and a lot weirder now well it's and inter- I, I love that it's interesting you bring that up cuz i remember reading like interviews and stuff with like denny o'neill uh, mm-hmm. the creator of razagul uh when he created like when he created the character back in the 70s is like i wanted to sort of open up batman's world i wanted to make him more of a globe trotting like yeah. a bigger character i wanted to give him like like a like a big not just gotham well, and the thing Dylan is, there's, there's that too, and I like that. Mm. But what I'm talking about is his, the, like the the world that he lives in, feel like well, yeah, now bringing, like, now magic there's in. magic or or ancient science, yeah. whatever. It doesn't, like I said, it really doesn't matter which yeah. one it is. The point is, like, there's 
way crazy extra human stuff happening yeah. now. That goop brought that guy back to life. Right. And what what that means is we're finally moving forward from and I've liked for the most part the last 60 episodes. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a handful that I don't love, sure. but like for the Why most does part, a bat springs to mind. Uh, yeah, the most recent example. Mm-hmm. But overwhelmingly, they've been good, and but they've been like I say, Mister Freeze notwithstanding, they've been largely grounded. He's fighting mobsters. He's fighting a guy who went crazy because he fell in some chemicals. Mm-hmm. Maybe Clayface. A... That's a weird. One. Okay, okay, that's fair. Clayface is fair. I forgot about Clayface. Yeah, Clayface but is a weird from... one. But like yeah. even that's still weird science. Yeah, but I still feel like we're we're sort of next level. Like, I'm starting to feel like maybe Superman exists in this world. Maybe Wonder Woman exists in this world. Yeah. I didn't really feel like that, like, you know, five weeks ago, sure. let's say. But this, this kind of moves things up. So, like, oh, there's some, like, secret societies and weird shit happening. Mm. And Gotham is just one tiny corner of this big weird world. Well, and that's that's an evolution I'd like to see like that I like to see with Batman, like starting yeah. off with like a fucking fight like criminals and shit and then like okay, I guess I fight a man bat now. That's kind of weird, but I mean, okay. I guess that was episode 1. Okay, I'm so I'm wrong about all that, but still. <laughs> well, still man bat still. It's a science thing, you know. It's a guy yeah. fucking around with bat DNA who turned himself into a bat. That's yeah. like, okay, it's not likely, but like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I get people, what that is. Yeah. It's not so unusual that I have, I might as well just say it's magic. Mm-hmm. No, that, I could believe science could do that. Yeah. But like, we, we've we gotten to this point now. It's like, he's been around for like a couple of years and it's like, well, yeah. now I'm fighting. What the hell are you, an international eco-terrorist? Yes, I'm an international eco-terrorist who comes back from the dead. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's not just some magic way to bring people back to life, because it also drives you fucking mad. Yeah, that's the thing. He comes out of it, and he's like, oh, boy. Yep. Got some uh, some uh, Joker shit going on here now. Yeah, I mean, you, I think, alluded to the fact that when he comes out of the pit, he's usually surrounded by Haas, like the Joker. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this case... Uh, how's it going, Ross? In this case, they represented that by him picking up his daughter over his head like he's going to fucking murder her. Mm-hmm. Which that's a that's a good that's a good cliffhanger act break there, well, and it's such a departure from Roz as we've seen him, which is like the very like very dignified, very like completely in control of himself and his surroundings and stuff. Yeah, his know? bodyguard handles all the physical stuff. He's not a physical guy. Yeah, he's, he's he's a he's an intellectual guy. I mean, he is a physical guy. We'll see that, but like well, we right, do now. Like but in no, this episode, uh, is just like most of this is just like no, you you take care of it, Ubu. I'm mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. I got the I am cough. I am fatigued. Yes. I should have been calm. I should have been calm. Mm-hmm. Suck it, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> but uh, suck it hard and suck it long. <laughs> but your bad thing pretty much would have been mine if you hadn't got there first. Uh, this is pretty uh this yeah. is a this is a bit of a cop out because I like this episode quite a bit. It's not a cop out. I thought the same thing. But like, so we open with Robin, the idiot, <laughs> uh, getting kidnapped from. Like his, I said, I clocked it two minutes. Uh huh. Getting Didn't kidnapped even hold from his, his uh from his uh, uh dorm yeah. room, 
Uh-huh. Uh, no, which... it wasn't his dorm room because he was he was robbing up there with a grappling hook. I think he was investigating a crime or oh, something. Oh, I thought it was his like I thought he was sneaking back into his dorm room after like a night uh, after a night of uh, robbing. I mean, maybe, but it looked like he was. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. He's in there for about three seconds. He sort of looks up, and then this is why he looks like an idiot. Is because like he's not the way I saw it. He's not investigating anything. He's coming home to his home, and Roz is just there, just like, eh, I'm kidnapping you as part of a bigger plan. Mm-hmm. But like Except- he basically shoots him with a trank gun, which is like Robin. Yeah, come sweetie. on, sweetie. You you dodge bullets, actual lead bullets, all day long. And darts usually have a little flag on them or something. You yeah. couldn't see that coming and move? Robin. Yeah. Why are you like this? Why? Are <laughs> I don't you, know. Why are you a constant, constant mm-hmm. disappointment to me and your mother? <laughs> Who got murdered. Who were murdered. By Biff. Mm-hmm. Over <sighs> a matter of $80. Yeah. But it's, um... But, like... It's very obvious, yeah, that it's it, that it's it's Raish from from moment one. That, that's the thing. It's two guards and a guy in a uh, ba- uh, Baphomet mask. I'm gonna have to take your word for that. It just looked like a weird like bat wolf head. To it's me. a big pointy head. Like anyway, okay. Anyway, um, but like it's as soon as Roz shows up, you're like, oh, it was Roz. All right, well, yeah. Like I know how this is going. I mean, it's yeah. hard to sort of separate myself because I've seen this and read this exact story a bunch. Well. Here's here's my big problem. Mm. This exact thing happened when Talia showed up. Yeah, actually. She pulled that same shit on him, too, where I need your help. Let's team up against the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, this was orchestrated by me the whole time. This is, the, And then her dad pulls exactly the same shit. This is the one trick the House of Al Ghul knows. I guess so. It's just like, okay, well, we'll befriend you and then betray you right when you're not expecting it. Like, it really would have worked a lot better if she hadn't done that exact thing oh i didn't see this one coming really Uh, to his credit he absolutely saw it coming and lists all the ways that it was obvious to him from minute one and so good he Mm. like in this episode he's not an idiot which is good because raish keeps calling him detective and if he didn't live up to that that would be really disappointing (laughs) i'm just picturing a world where he just keeps calling him dumbass (laughs) no detective is ironic i'm a pleasure to meet you dumbass it's like calling a bald guy Curly. Mm-hmm. You oh, hey, detective. Oh, very good work. Did you figure very that one out work. all on your own? Genius. Wow. Why don't you go work at the genius bar with all the geniuses? Oh, you're so smart. You blew me away. Oh, my God. Ubu, you see this shit? Damn. You're smarter than my friends Einstein and Copernicus, both of which were my personal friends. No big deal. Would you like to see a book I have that's signed by Einstein? No, that's mm-hmm. what, I'll get it. It's on the shelf. Oh, you, you you, probably can't read it. Just sound it out. You'll get it. Yeah. You've got There you go. <laughs> oh, what a smart young man you are. You'll go far in this business. <laughs> what business is that exactly? <laughs> me being a dick to you. Is that what his company does? Napoleon bought me this tie. What? <laughs> is that the only famous person you knew? You, sh- you should drop some other names or it gets less impressive. <laughs> Here's a picture of me with my good friends Napoleon and Kanye West. <laughs> oh, you know what? Just stick to Napoleon. <laughs> oh God! Wow, one of the greatest monsters of all time, and Napoleon. <laughs> There's so many things to know about Napoleon, and I know a few of them. But all I ever think about is the fact that his penis was preserved in a jar, uh-huh. and to this day survives. <laughs> 
like is is slowly, traded as this sl- slowly but enthusiastically trying to grow a new Napoleon <laughs> from his penis mm-hmm. from his wrinkled apparently abnormally tiny penis. Well, that explains a few things. But like you know, usually that stuff is like, oh, he was very short. No, mm-hmm. that was just the British Army saying that because that's what you say about yeah. your enemy. You say things to put him down. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was particularly short, but apparently very tiny penis. Uh huh. British Army didn't know about that part. Well, maybe they did. Maybe they had the jar the whole time. <clears throat> I don't. Know. I want my penis back. <laughs> Sacre bleu! <laughs> I will. Uh... Otherwise, I will uh, go work for, how you say, matches, Malone. What, what is this? I demand you return my penis post-haste. What is I this? I matches, Malone. A, brief, a briefcase full of phone books and the word gotcha. Ah, Got- you have fooled me again. Gotcha. Uh, so my good thing, mm-hmm. this episode is beautiful. Oh, yeah. They really take advantage of the whole globetrotting adventure thing. Like, it feels like an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, man. With action sequences and all the assorted exotic locations. Like, in particular, the sequence just after Raish's helicopter goes down and Batman's in the snow. The the color palette they use is sort of the blues and oranges. Mm-hmm. With the flaming wreckage in the snow, you see these ski tracks forming in the distance, but you don't hear anything. It's It's so completely just, like, uh, cinematic in a way that even movies don't always get. Yeah, man. And Batman's costume is usually lit in such a way that you don't really see the blues in it. It looks like the black version of it, yeah. which is my preference as it sure. happens. So it was kind of nice. I mean, but, it feels like one of those ones where they're like, okay, this one's a big deal. We got to bring our A game. I mean, they didn't drop the title card until they had a prologue. Yeah. Like that That's feels cool. like, that feels like they're do- they're going for some epic sort of like movie thing. Yeah. This is the, ba- this is the first Batman movie. Right, basically. I mean, it's only a two-part episode, which means it's only like 40 minutes long. But, but it's still. like, it's treated like a movie. Like, it's got yeah. that that big growl. Like, if they were, like, before they did Mask of the Phantasm, like, this would have been, yeah. like, the go-to, you know? Yeah. And, and it feels very big and epic. Like mm-hmm. I said, it, it makes Batman's world feel bigger. But also, the again, the, the globetrotting adventure stuff is very good. Uh, although, my bad thing is kind of related to that. Sure. There's some problematic white dudes doing foreign accents yeah. in this one that I don't love. Like... There aren't a lot, but Ubu, I'm pretty sure, is a white dude. Sure. I, I I might be wrong about that, but there are definitely some guys, like, when they're in the various countries, just, like, uh, doing the voice, yeah. you know. And I used to not have a problem with that, and I, I think the turning point for me was that Apu documentary where it's yeah. like, okay, I, I get it. If you're going to put a brown person in your show, maybe cast a brown person. Well, and like voicing. we've seen that the show can do that before. Like the Oh, Andrea the two, Romano's very good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the two, uh, the two ninja, one, especially the second one that was set in Japan. Yeah. Like they got, they got Asian people. To they do got the Asian people to do the voices. Like yeah. it's not hard. No. And you don't have to go for a big name celebrity. You just get an Asian voice actor. Yeah. But, you know, you know. Yeah. It, there wasn't a ton of it. I expected a lot more than there was, but there were a lot of, like, silent assassins and shit, mm-hmm. which helped. But also, I, I can't speak to this because I don't know, but there was probably some, like, the fact that I used the word exotic, I sort of, I, I went back and forth on that. Cause sure. That's one of those things that's, like, you're not really supposed to do anymore because it's a, it's, a, it's a cultural perspective thing. Yeah. It's exotic if you're white and from America, but... It's just home for somebody, yeah, exactly. somebody else. It's it's kind of a dick thing to say. Mm. Like, ooh, you're so... But I think it's more about people you're not supposed to say that. Yeah. The locations, I think, are probably okay. But don't don't call someone exotic. That's, that's yeah, it's not cool. shitty. 
Um, I did want to talk about Raish wanting, like, his whole motive being, like, finding her, finding his daughter a husband. An heir for my daughter. My empire. And, like, I get, like, I saw in your notes, and I agree, that it's gross. Yeah. But this dude is hundreds of years old. This is how the world Mm -hmm. worked until very, very recently. Yeah. So it feels very in character, you know? Like, high society arranged Mm -hmm. marriages and chose husbands and refused to let women run things until very, very recently, you know? Well, and one of the things I like about Talia in the comics uh, is that she... She doesn't stand for that shit. She's very much in the last... Especially in the last few years, because she was was the main villain in uh, Morrison's run. Mm -hmm. And that was very much her stepping up and going, no, fuck you. I can run a criminal empire better than you ever could, old man. Right. Check this and, shit out. And that's great. And I wish this Talia had had a little more agency. This this Talia is a little like we haven't seen. We don't see a whole lot of her in this episode. No, I mean I feel like she'll be a bigger part of the next one. And it's one of the nice things about why that first Talia episode was such a good introduction to her, because like we get to see that she's you know resourceful and like she can hold her own and stuff. Like yeah, but she usually takes a backseat to her father, so it was yeah. good to give her the spotlight. At least once before he showed up. Yeah, if we hadn't seen that, though, she feels like a character who, like, she gets fake kidnapped and then just sort of moons over over Batman. It's like, I just want to fuck Batman. And then we could have Damien. I mean, not in this universe. No, probably not in this universe. No, definitely not in this universe. We see how it all turns out. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, like... I still of of his various love interests, mm-hmm. she's still my favorite. Yeah, she's like I don't cartoons don't usually turn my head, but her she's like oh say sure. <laughs> that's just my job. Yeah, well, and Tidra, and and your wife, and my and, wife, and yeah, at least for half of Two Face. Mm-hmm. But no, it's actually um, you're outnumbered on this one. You're the weird one. No, no, no. I don't. I again. Not shaming or anything, but mm. I'm I'm in Italia, so there sure. you go, like way in Italia. <laughs> wow, yeah, I want to see if my wife will cosplay as Talia. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, she's got a real Baroness thing going, is what it is. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, what else? What else? Let's see. That's about all I have, actually. There's yeah. a lot of big stuff, but it's also a lot of action sequences, which are always hard to like discuss in detail. <laughs> Oh, there's a point where right before Batman like parachutes out of the plane that fake crashes. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it real crashes, but they It real crashes, but they 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 yeah. they're not on it. Right, right, right. Which is why he I didn't... shouted oh no Chewbacca at it when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get out of the cockadoodie car. <laughs> but uh when Batman parachutes out, he's wearing a coat over his Batman suit. Yep. And that's the dumbest looking thing, and I love it. Yeah, give it. T- that's bad. Wait until you see uh, Bat- uh, Batman in uh, Red Sun with his with his little Russian hat. No, no, I know, but this this particular Batman doesn't usually wear clothes on his clothes. Sure. Doesn't usually put a hat on his hat. <laughs> and so it was just, it was just funny seeing him in a coat when he's already you know in an outfit. I just had to bring my jacket in case I catch a chill. I mean, Ooh, I get it's it. Blustery in- out here. They're in, like, the high mountains. It's very, very cold. But, like, I don't know. He's got thermal underwear or something. Like, just weird. I I feel like Brave and the Bold Batman did that a lot. Oh, yeah. Where whatever dumb adventure they were on, he would just, like, put a construction worker hat on his, like, Batman cowl. Trying to sell. Because they were doing construction or something. I don't know. Trying to sell some more action figures over here. Uh Uh-huh. 
Well, that's why you sell Alfred in his chauffeur outfit mm-hmm. and his pilot outfit yep. and like all the costume changes. Yep. I would buy all of those. They, that's, uh... recent, they just this week released a new uh, J. Jonah Jameson oh, action figure. Dude, I got I'm... that pre-ordered. <laughs> I'm much more interested in the non-superhero supporting character mm. action figures that I am in support in in uh, superhero action figures. Yeah, well, and they make so few of them. There's been like what, like yeah. three Alfred action figures over the last I thirty have... years. You're asking me? I have no idea. It's more of a rhetorical, like okay, like I would buy the shit out of an Aunt May action figure. Mm-hmm. I think there's there been must one be one Aunt May action figure. And then I would make it a Leslie Thompson's, Tompkins action figure, because yeah. that's basically, you know, she looks like that. With real right. wheat cake action, whatever that means. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else? I think that's everything. Very well. Uh, there was a very good runner between uh, Batman and, and the, the bodyguard Ubu, where, like, uh, it's like Batman made it very clear. Mm-hmm. What do you say? You got three strikes or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you knew when it came down to it, like, okay, you're going to get your ass kicked after you fuck with me a little bit. Uh-huh. What I like is they paid that off in this episode. I was worried we'd have to wait until part two oh, for yeah. that, and that would have been annoying. That would have like, that would have ruined the flow, you know. Yeah, exactly. The rhythm of it was okay. That's three. Now I'm gonna punch you, and I'm glad it happened in this one. I love his big bow to it. Just, After you, uh huh. <laughs> He's so fed up at this point. Yep. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. Very well. Well, that's all for this time. Obviously, next time we do part two of we this. Got part two, and and what else is there? Let me see here. Another one, probably got, a penguin let's episode. See, Demon's Quest. At, oh, his silicon soul. Oh yeah, I don't know which one that is because I always think it's the robot one, which yeah. we already did. Yeah. Clearly, there's another robot one. Oh, but man, I mean, bring them. After that, yes. Week after that, we've got yes. the first Maxi Zeus episode. Oh, yes. Our good friend Jason Wallace has, has oh, requested boy. that he return for that and, I believe, the first appearance of Mr. Scarface. Yep. Yep. Because he's like, that's, that's like, there's a bunch of single episodes I want, but that week is a pair yep. that I really want. That's a good so, one. Yep. That is a good one. Fucking Maxi Zeus, though. What, what's wrong with Maxi Zeus? I love him. He's such a stupid idea. Yeah, he is. He's a mob boss that got bonked on the head and thought he was Zeus. That's I amazing. Mean, I mean, is it? Wow. So, and then we got a mobster who got bonked on the head and thought he was a ventriloquist dummy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a very similar theme going on there. <laughs> it's not exactly what happened, but, you know. Eh, pretty close, though. Basically the same, you know, mobsters who think there's something that they aren't. Yep. All right. But that's all for this time. Um, if you want to go to our website, it is kidslovebatman.com. That's where you can download episodes and get to the RSS feed and, and learn about us and all that, that fun stuff. Uh, if you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Uh, we are on Twitter at Algar, at Robot Matt. If you want to donate to our Patreon, please do so. Mm-hmm. There are bonus episodes going up every month where we are reviewing the straight-to-video um, DC animated yeah. universe uh, What's the most things. recent one that we just put up? Um, oh, God, I don't know because we're ahead of the now so i'm not really sure all right i think wonder woman's going up soon okay i think but i don't know i, I think the I, last I, one was confident. uh that fucking uh goth uh gotham knight right but we already have wonder woman and green lantern in the can and yes. next week it's next like week we're, we're working doing, ahead uh, so yeah uh, but um when you had said red sun i guess we will be getting to that at some point eventually yes it's a ways down the so line. 
Yeah, I know. But uh, I forgot they did an animated version mm. of that one. So, And that is patreon.com slash Algar. And that gets you access to all the various shows that uh, that, that I produce. Yep, every episode Algar Productions. of, uh, of uh, Death of Podcasts. Yeah, if you want to hear me and Amanda review the entirety of Terry Pratchett's Discworld series, it's all there, mm-hmm. done, ready for you to hear. Um, bonus episodes of our Star Trek show Endeavor mm-hmm. are in there. Just every everything is there so please check it out and you can donate as little as one dollar a month like i didn't want to lock it off by saying you have to spend a lot of money like give what you can but uh, the money gets distributed among our contributors so we very much appreciate that doesn't go in our pockets it goes to pay the people that make these shows and so that's it for this time yeah see you folks For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.